All right, what's going on, everyone? Dylan here. So my, my co-host, Wally's not here today. He's actually in uh, Los Angeles again for another event. So it's just me, but I have a special guest on the podcast today. My good friend, David Kosciuszko. Uh, we we you know, started talking again. And I remember, David, back when you had first started, I mean, like years ago, it was what, three, four years ago. Um, and you, you were up and running, uh, up and coming entrepreneur. Uh, your, your YouTube channel was just getting started. You're very ground level. And then, you know, now, now here he is, you know, having the problems of scaling from seven to eight figures. So really good problem to have. And I just want to introduce David. David, thank you so much for making it here today, man. Uh, it's, a been a, it's a pleasure, Dylan. It's been actually an absolute pleasure to see you grow as well. I mean, I remember when I was doing Facebook Live just at my house and uh, I only had a couple stores at the time and I was just kind of doing some question and answer for entrepreneur stuff. And I remember you used to come in the lives all the time. You've grown quite a bit yourself. And yeah, it's been crazy. A lot of things have happened over the last three years. Yeah, it's been, it's been nuts. So uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell everyone who you are, how you got started, what you do, and, um, and you know, especially from being uh, a brand new aspiring entrepreneur to growing to where you are now, like any tips and advice you may have for them as well. Sure. Yeah. So a little background on me. Um, I, you know, I, I wasn't always like doing as well as I am last year. We did over a million dollars in sales with my company, which is good. We had pretty high profit margins. Our pro profit was around 600,000 uh, for the year. So, you know, doing okay. But six years ago I was bankrupt, had no money at all. We had lost everything we had owned in the market crash in 2008. We're forced to live in my mother's basement. Um, so we had lost our house, car and everything. And then, uh, from there, you know, for the next three years, we were, you know, basically didn't have much at all. I was working as a carpet cleaner, only making $300 a week, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up officially filing bankruptcy in 2011, and we actually kind of stumbled into an eBay business. I had started reading a lot of books after I had lost everything. Uh, I don't, you probably remember me talking about all those books and stuff I used to talk about, right? How I read like 500 books since like 2008 to like 2013 or something. Oh, yeah. Now I've read over like 750 or something. I don't believe in books as much now. Now I just, I, I work directly with the people who write the books is more my strategy. But, you know, you have to work your way up in levels. You can't get that kind of access when you're where I was back then. So the books were my best alternative. So, uh, you know, I started an eBay business. Uh, from all the knowledge I learned, it really helped me grow a business quickly because I'd already failed multiple times in business. Why I went bankrupt. It was actually my second bankruptcy in 2011. My first bankruptcy, I went, it was at 21. So, made a lot of foolish mistakes in my 20s all the way up until 30. And then, when uh, after that happened, when I finally started my eBay business, things took off pretty quickly. I had a mentor because I learned that having a mentor was, you know, a big part of success, right? Because mm -hmm. I always try, I was such a thick headed person. I was narcissistic, arrogant, always thought I could learn things myself. And uh, obviously, I fell flat on my face doing that. <laughs> it didn't work out well. So then I realized like I needed to be humble to ask questions and find out what other people are done to be successful. Because like Tony Robbins says, success leaves clues, right? So I found a guy and I said, I'll clean his carpets for uh, a year for free. If he trained me how to make money on eBay. And my first eight months on eBay, I did a quarter million dollars in sales. And that's where things like really took off for me. I finally figured out how to like make money. Uh, successfully with my own business that failed so many times. I had a nice chunk of cash saved up in the bank after that. And then I hired an accountant because uh, after about two years of doing about half a million dollars in sales, 
Uh, my accountant says, Dave, you know, you're making a lot of money. We got to get you some write-offs and we need you to be like more of a legitimate business person. So you should probably open up a brick and mortar store. So then I, um, I learned how to do iPhone repairs. So I have, a, you know, another stream of income and I opened up my first cell phone repair store where I would buy and flip phones. Most like right now we're doing about 30,000 a month, a little more than that. Flipping used phones and electronics. I still do that business to this day. And uh, we've expanded into three stores at the moment. I had only one store, but basically uh, that's what I did with my store was we bought and bought and sold electronics and phones, you know, where we could make a good profit and then sold them on eBay. And then we did the iPhone repairs. And then I got my wife involved in the business. She wasn't work. She was working as like a house cleaner part-time, but it was a really dirty job and she didn't like it. It was a lot of work. So I, I trained her and she opened up a second store with me and then things got better. We opened up a third store and actually we're, we're trying to get up to five stores by next year. But then I started then teaching people like how to do my business, you know, and that's where you started. You, you met me. Am I rambling too much, by the way? I don't know if you have more questions you want to take. Is this, this okay? All right. All right. Uh, I am curious too. I, I know you said, so, so for the zone, no, obviously uh, David does, does a lot of eBay, right? That's where bulk of all his sales come from. Um, thinking back to what you know now, when, if you went back, would you have gone the brick and, and mortar store route or would you have done anything differently? Yeah, I think so. Because I felt more legit as a business person doing it that way. You know, I got my licenses and stuff. And a lot of my students, like I have, now I train people how to do what I did, like flipping phones on eBay and stuff. And I have over 1,100 students at the time of shooting this interview. Um, and over 87 of them have done over 10,000 in a month uh, that I've trained. And they all work from home. None of them have stores. So, mm-hmm. you, don't, you, don't, they don't, you know, they don't need a store. I didn't need a store. But I liked it because it automates, you know, like all my stores, I don't work in them. You know, they, I have employees running them. So it gives me, you know, a nice like six figure income without doing anything really. And I can focus on bigger things, my, you know, like my digital product and things of that nature. So that's the, the good thing about the store too, is the automation of it. You know? Yeah. So, so obviously, I mean, with the numbers you're pushing and then you, you know, we all see on social media, you know, Gary Vee's doing the whole flip thing now with, uh, with eBay. So eBay's not dead. <laughs> not at all it's far from dead i mean i mean i've got only 87 that did 10,000 a month but i have hundreds that have done between three to eight thousand a month and that's that's just the students who bought my course i mean i get people i have a youtube channel with 20,000 uh, 29,000 subscribers right now at the time of shooting this and i have tons of people who just watch my free content and i get messages i probably get five to ten messages a day being like dave i made three thousand this month flipping phones on ebay thank you so much you changed my life i mean i get that almost every day people are messaging me with that Awesome. And congratulations, by the way. I remember, I remember when your YouTube channel was just like up and coming, you know, you know, 29,000 just consistently oh, yeah. over time. Yeah, so when I wasn't even teaching that. I was, I started off, I failed horribly. I was trying to do like a dating course for men and, and, and like it took me six months and I had like 40 subscribers. And then when I actually started teaching something that I should have been teaching in the first place, which was what I was actually good at was, uh, you know, the phone flipping, my subscribers went from 40 subscribers to a thousand in a month. <laughs> and then it just kind of, you know, it just took off from there. I remember back to um, uh, you, you had gave me some advice when my girlfriend was couponing and you're like, I was like, Oh man, why don't you guys teach like the couponing thing? And, and it, 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 it funny, it's funny. It crashed and burned, even though it was like so cheap, it was trying to sell a $50 course yeah. and, and everyone was so cheap. They wouldn't buy it. And then I remember seeing uh, a webinar by uh, Dan Henry in the ClickFunnels community. And he's like, yeah, my, my very first course I ever tried selling was, was couponing. He's like, by the way, never try it. It's impossible. I was like, Damn it. (laughs) But you know what? The great thing about it was, you know, just like me failing, I I failed hard with that dating course too. I I spent like $6,000 in Facebook ads and bombed it. I didn't even sell one course. But the thing about those failures is right. Like again, Tony Robbins says, 
when we, we succeed, we party, but when we fail, we ponder, right? So it's like those failures are what led you to here. Now you're doing this podcast, you get a successful program, you're interviewing me, who knows in a year from now, people watching this where you're going to be. So that, I mean, that's just fantastic. That's what, you know, that's what it takes. Yeah. I talked about that on a training day the other night too. Like I literally laid out, I was like, I tried this, boom, failed, you know, had success in the cruise industry, like boom, failed, like just like everything after. So I told everyone, I was like, I felt a lot. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's important too, for a lot of people that are, that are, that are listening into this, maybe they're, they're up and running, um, up and coming and, and brand new. So, you know, it just like you explained things. I know I saw a video before that you did that was awesome. And, and you talked about how to start with, I think it was like a hundred dollars. And, and to be able to go and flip. So if someone's listening to this right now and maybe they're, they don't really have all the skills of entrepreneurship and it is possible like to know what you know and make money on the side, what would you say to them to be able to get started if they wanted to test things out with eBay? Um, all right, so if you're dead broke and you just wanna make money fast, I really think like the, the business model that I, I train people on is one of the fastest ways to make money. I have multiple videos like how to turn $50 into a thousand and proven case studies. People have actually watched my free videos and turned $50 into $1,000 in just a week or two. So this is not like some fluff thing. But basically, uh, what, what I like about it, you know, I don't know how much time we have in the interview here for me to break down the whole thing. So you, could, you know, I could give a link to my free email list where I'll send some training videos or something if that's okay with you or however. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we can get plugged. Where, where can people find that? What's the link URL? Uh, yeah, if you go to flipphonesforprofit.com, I have a free ebook. They can just get the free ebook and then, then on my email list, they'll get sent like tons of tra free training. You know, awesome. get started with so that there's a lot of stuff in there and a little free mini course as well so basically how the, here's how it works it's like you know what we're doing is we're putting ads on classified sites like craigslist facebook groups uh apps and things like that and they, they say we'll pay cash for phones right and then what we're doing is we're, we're using ebay as our platform to sell things easily we go to ebay we find out what that item is selling for so let's say i take my phone right here you know it's a i i have a galaxy s8 Edge Plus, I think, at the time of shooting this. That's what this is right now. So I would go on eBay and I would type in Galaxy 8S, uh, S8 Edge Plus for AT&T, and I would find out what these things are selling for right now. So let's say this is selling for like 300 bucks, right? I would offer that person around like 170 for this, and then I would go flip it for 300. Hmm. Um, now, if you don't have a lot of money, let's say you only have, you know, five, 10 bucks, we got tons of items that we'll buy for five or $10 and we'll flip them for 60 or 70. So you get started with that. Like for example, a cracked iPhone 6. Tons of people have these old cracked iPhone 6s laying around. They're in a drawer. And a cracked iPhone 6 at the time of filling this is still worth like 80 bucks. But to most people, it's a piece of junk now. It's just an old phone. They've got the new iPhone X or the, you know, the iPhone 8 or whatever. And uh, you, know, you can offer them 10 bucks for that phone and they'll probably just give it to you because they don't know what they're doing. They're, most people aren't professional eBay sellers. Yeah. You take that phone and then you go sell it on eBay for 80 bucks. You made yourself a nice juicy $70 profit. And then you've got 80 bucks now. So you just turn $10 into $80 in one day, you know? And now if you can just keep, you post ads, the thing is you might be saying, well, why the hell would somebody, you know, sell you a phone for $10, Dave? Why wouldn't they just sell it themselves? They just don't. For some reason, you know, they're either busy, you know, they don't have time to do it themselves. They want fast cash. They, they, don't, they don't have the means to sell on eBay. They don't have a bank account, whatever it is. There are tons of people. I've been doing it for six years, did over $2 million in sales. I've trained thousands of students on this. It just works for some reason. Uh, and the great thing about eBay is you can even buy like cracked phone. You can even sell cracked phones like that iPhone six with a cracked screen. Locally, it'd be kind of hard to sell that. But on eBay, there's actually people who look to like refurbish those phones and like give them to insurance companies and stuff. So there's actually regular buyers for type, those type of things and they pay good money. 
So you can now take that 80 and even buy, let's say, you know, three or four more phones for 20, 30 bucks a piece and flip them for another 70 or 90 bucks. And now you just like five extra money in like two or three days if you could do this. Now, it, you know, it seems very simple, which it is simple, but you do have to have certain negotiation skills. You've got to learn what to say in the ads. You know, if you just watch the free training, that's why, you know, you probably want to watch two or three hours of training that I have. So you get into this, but if you're brand new, it's better to just find somebody else's model and start small uh, than try to be a millionaire right off the bat. One of the biggest things I see new entrepreneurs do is they're, they're trying to start a million dollar Shopify store or something. They never even ran a business. Like yep. That's a mistake. You know, Shopify, you need a few thousand dollars to test and experience. And there's a lot of high level business skills. Start off with something that's easy. Like it's easy to put a, an ad on Craigslist to look at a phone, figure out what it's worth on eBay and flip it. No, you're not going to be a millionaire from that. Right. But it's going to put some money in your pocket and it's going to be fairly fast. Like where can you go and just make two or three, four hundred dollars in a few few days if you you know put some sweat equity into it? We're starting from scratch. What business can you really do that in without investing a ton of money up front? Not a lot, right? So that's why I like this model a lot. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I love that you said that too, because I, I see that from a lot of people too. People are trying to learn like these advanced uh, higher level strategies when they're not even at the point where that's going to be beneficial to them whatsoever, right? Like, right? It, it doesn't make any sense. And, and I remember you said in the past, you brought up a good point. It's like, it's like if you were to go to, to Tom Brady and have him coach you, you know, like, like it's not going to help you. Like you, you know, people that have been doing football for years and in college, right? Like they already know how to run plays. They already know the basis of football. So Tom Brady can help them. Tom Brady can't fucking help you because you're nowhere near the level to be able to receive training from him. Right. Exactly. exactly. I, love I love that analogy uh, that you use in the past. And I, I thought about that and it's, it's very true. Um, you know, people in weight loss want these advanced strategies that they see these bodybuilders, but it's like, dude, they're at like 6% body fat cutting down to three. Like you're, you're fat, <laughs> you know, like, like worry about just eating right first, <laughs> get, get down that body fat percentage before going advanced level strategies. Right. Sure. So, sure. Although I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to insult my audience by saying you're fat like that. I, I don't, probably would focus on the positive a little more, but you know, <laughs> like if you are overweight, let's say, and you want to lose weight, you know, you wouldn't want to go to Arnold Schwarzenegger to train you, you know, one of the best bodybuilders in the world. You'd probably just want to start, you'd get much better results just working with a local gym coach, obviously. One, because it'd be a hell of a lot cheaper. You could pay a local gym coach 20, 30 bucks an hour, and he's going to get you far more results and care more because he's more close to the level where, you know, maybe if you're, you know, maybe Mr. Universe and you want to be Mr. Olympia, okay, now is the time to hire Arnold and pay the big bucks for that kind of entry, you know? So let's talk about levels for a second. So I know, you know, in the beginning you were talking about you're, you're at the point now where you're ready to scale to your business to like eight figures, right? You're trying to hit that, that new pinnacle. Um, obviously for, for someone's there, there's this misconception now that I see that that's conflicting with a lot of influencers. Right. And it's, and, and this, and I'll be honest to everyone listening to this, this, this fucked me up for a long time. And it's, it's this shoot for the stars stuff, right? Like if you focus on, on high level, you should focus on seven, you should focus on eight figures and you'll fall short. Well, the problem, at least for me, was that when you do that, you have no idea where to get started. You have no idea what to do because you don't even know how to hit five figures, six figures, much less seven and eight figures, right? So, you know, what, what's your opinion on that? Do you think it's, it's great to just, okay, well, let's, I'm a brand new entrepreneur. Let's go to try to hit, you know, how can I make a million dollars this year and blah, 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 without knowing the basic fundamentals first? Or do you think it's better to start at levels? And if you do agree with levels, how do you know when it's time to go, okay, let's reevaluate and come up with a strategy to hit the next one? 
Well, believe it or not, you're going to laugh at this. I don't know if you ever heard me say this before, but, but, but believe it or not, I actually learned this from Snoop Doggy Dog taught me this. <laughs> but, you know, I got to give Snoop Dogg a lot of credit for my success in business, actually. I remember one day I was listening to a podcast. This was when I was really broke. I was living in my mother's basement. And Snoop Dogg said, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to make a million dollars. He's like, you first try to make a dollar. He's like, once you make a dollar, he's like, you try to make $10 in a day. Once you make ten dollars, you know. Of course, you say this in Snoop Dogg voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, it, it, but it, I'm not. I'm not exactly. I don't know how to talk like Snoop Dogg. But he said then, then you, once you make ten dollars a day, you try to make a hundred dollars in a day. And then you make a hundred dollars a day, you try to make a thousand dollars in a day. When you make a thousand a day, you try to make ten thousand a day. He said that's what he did to become one of the best rappers in history. Or you know, there's just. I, don't 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 hate on me anybody watching this because i said snoop dogg is one of the best rappers you know again opinion but you know he, he is pretty popular he's made a lot of money he's had some pretty good success so anyways uh musical taste aside the guy's done pretty well for himself right? he's been on national tv he's a celebrity he's done really well so uh i was like you know that, that kind of makes sense too it's like all right well that's what i'm gonna do so i remember being broke i said to my wife i'm gonna take a dollar and i'm gonna stick this dollar in a jar and i took it it was actually an envelope not a jar but you know, you take it out a dollar and you put it in a jar. I said, I'm going to save a dollar every single day. Because if I can't save a dollar, I'll never be a millionaire. And I had written down a goal, even though I was dead broke, I had a hundred bucks in my bank account at the time. I wrote, I wrote a goal on a notebook that I will be a millionaire in five years. It took me six years, by the way, to hit it, unfortunately. So I did miss it by a year. But still, I, I, if I had the information I have now, I probably could have done it in three. Anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. So I took that dollar there. And then after that, I was like, it got me excited because it just got me in the mode of saving money. And I liked seeing my dollars accumulate. Now, of course, I had the stupid envelope, you know, a bunch of dollar bills. I wasn't getting rich or anything, but it was like motivating. Like, oh, imagine if these were like 20s. That would be cool, right? Like seeing my 20s multiply. So I said, what can I do with these dollars? And eventually this, these dollars built up to 300 bucks in the envelope. And I said, let me try buying stuff now to flip on eBay because I had some money. And I said, I want to try to get to what Snoop Dogg said, 100 bucks a day. So uh, that's where I started buying things. And I actually fell into an accident because a couple of things failed. And one day we were at a yard sale and I bought a designer purse for my wife for our wedding anniversary for 30 bucks. And I saw it was selling on eBay for 230 bucks. So because I was trying these different strategies out, it led me into this and I fell into it on accident because one thing kind of leads to another. And then I was like, what if I start going to yard sales and find designer purses to flip on eBay? Because now they're like higher dollar volume. And before I was trying to tinker in these one and five, ten dollar, you know, junk things. So that, that I started doing that on the weekends and making two hundred to four hundred dollars a week profit. So I was really getting close to that hundred dollar profit day. And then I said, Well, you know, I'm really close. What else can I sell? And I tried selling cell phones, electronics, and that pushed me to well over the hundred dollars. I started making two to three hundred dollars a day in profit after about five or six months doing that. Then after I was making, I opened my stores and I was making five to $600 profit a day. I was mad. I wasn't that thousand dollar profit yet. That's mm-hmm. when I said, I need a bigger thing. And I said, I want to sell a thousand dollar product to a thousand people. That's what, you know, Grant Cardone told me that, right? So a thousand dollar product to a thousand people, you make a million dollars. I said, I want to sell a million of these. And every day in the shower, I used to shout out, I'm going to, I'm going to make, I'm going to sell a thousand, one thousand dollar products. And I used to shout this out to myself and I did. I have 1100, you know, people in my course now, the course is 997. And you know, I made a million dollars with that. So, and that was just in the last two years, which is cool. So, but it is all all levels. You know, my mindset is completely different now than it was when I, you know, first started. You think differently as you you level up. Your brain shifts. You have learning curves. You don't want to go from the dollar a day to the ten thousand a day. You would kill yourself. There's way too much. Like, there's been a lot of pain, a lot of drama, a lot of 
like revelations through these things, things I've had to personally work through. I mean, I spent over $20,000 just in therapy in the last year to get myself over things that happen when I hit the million dollar mark. You know, you, it's just, you get your, your problems get bigger as you go. You don't want to have those big problems when you're not ready for those big problems. Wow, that's, that's, that's taking it seriously. Like, oh, I need to get my mind right to be able to handle this hump. So that's, that's absolutely. And uh, it, it's really cool too, being able to follow you over the past few years. You know, uh, for those that are listening, this guy's been mentored by Ty Lopez, uh, Brandon Carter. Uh, who else? Who else you been mentored by? I don't want to mention all my mentors. So some of them are private and some of them have done well over eight figures and they ask, nice. you know, they keep everything confidential. So I can't pay everybody, but you know, I've had quite a few mentors. I will say I've spent over $150,000 on mentorship in the last three years. So that's been a big part of my success investing. I've not only that, but I've spent over $200,000 just testing things to grow my business in the last two years so I could scale up. So I think it's a, you know, it's important to have a mentor and also to take money to grow your business and whatever you want to do, you know, take some cash and blow it in testing. So many people are afraid to lose money in order to grow. They're like, ah, oh, it's too painful. They're afraid to lose a few dollars today. So they might make thousands later on, you know, mm. you know just try to fight that fear. If you can uh, start small, you know, but like, if I hadn't gone out and started buying those junk things and lost some money on with eBay, I would have never landed on buying purses. And if, and then sometimes I bought some purses, they were fake and I lost a couple thousand dollars. If that didn't happen, it wouldn't have led to me doing over $2 million on eBay or any of the things that I have had. So try not to be too afraid of experimenting. And I guess you could call it losing money in mm -hmm. order to grow. Cause it's not really losing money. You're kind of like buying data. You know, yeah. you're buying what to do and what not to do. Like Thomas Edison says, you know, he didn't say I failed 2000 times making a light bulb. He said, I found 1,999 ways that didn't work. And when he did, you know, he became one of the greatest adventures in history. So I obviously found, you know, probably a thousand ways not to run a business because I went bankrupt. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's awesome. You know, things have been good. Anyways, I ramble a lot. Sorry. No, it's cool. So, so basically it's, it's really cool. Like your, your, your formula is keep it simple. If you could start with like, hey guys, if you can just make a dollar a day and then try to go to $10 a day. And then as you do that, obviously you can only put so much time into it. And then when you hit a snag, like let's say it's making like, oh crap, I'm really struggling with $300 a day. Maybe then it's time to go to somebody that, that, that can give you the, the tips or the structure and be able to hit that level. And then once you hit the next level, then it's time to, because this is crazy. I've watched you do this. Um, for those that like, like this guy practices what he preaches. I want to go ahead and say it. Like I've literally watched the guy you know, give advice online, telling people like, like, okay, yeah, you hit a level, you're going to hit a snag. You need to invest in to, to freaking mentors to take in the level. And he does it. And he tells them like, I just spent X amount of money on this mentor. And then boom, next thing you know, he, he jumped a level, right? So he doesn't just give advice. Like the guy practices what he preaches. I've watched this shit for everybody. I that. remember back then when I first started, I was at a certain level and I was spending about a thousand dollars a month on mentors. And I thought, wow, that's like so crazy. I can't believe I'm spending a thousand dollars a month. And I used to say that was a big deal. When I remember, even when you were on the Facebook live, I'm like, yeah, I'm willing to invest a thousand. Like now my average budget is five to 10,000 a month is what I spend now on my coaches and mentors. So, awesome. you know, you, you spend more. It's like, but you know, I mean like last month, you know, I, I don't really like to say numbers and stuff, but we did about 120,000 for the last mm -hmm. month. So, you know, it's about still 10% of, of my, my, my gross is what I'm reinvesting. That's a, that's a good number. But just like you said, it's like you can either go through the hardships of figuring out yourself or you can just learn how to do simple. And then when you have to grow, invest into somebody, take the next jump, and then you'll be in the position where David's at now where you have new problems, like scaling to a whole completely you know, different level. 
And I'm assuming, you know, just like you say, like, you don't want to figure that out. <laughs> You'd rather go to you someone. Don't, you don't want my problems, man. <laughs> you think you got problems now, man. Like, it's funny because when I was broke, I used to think, oh, man, why am I so unlucky? Nobody got my problems. I would give, like, anything to have the problems I had six years ago. Like, <laughs> they're not, they, they would be easier to handle than brushing my teeth compared to what I deal with today. For my problems but you get you, you just become a bigger person you know i i tell people it's kind of like a video game you know like life is like a video game business is like a video game you know when you're playing a video game you're on level one right it always feels like the level one boss is hard when you're fighting that video game like oh man that guy kicked my butt and then you beat that guy and you're like holy shit this level two guy's harder than that guy right <laughs> and it's like you're like I, I wish i could have just the level one boss because he's just like a joke now Wait till you get to level 10 and you like, you like, you keep like dying and restarting the game and you got to keep fighting and fighting. It's like the, the end guy is like super hard compared to like the level one guy is like a total joke guy. You like laugh at him. He's like one of the minions in level 10. You know, he's just like one of the small peons that tries to stop you from getting to the level 10 boss. So it's kind of like that, you know, your problems as you grow in business are kind of like those bosses in a video game. I'm getting really nerdy now, you know, no. saying stuff, but like, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> You know, so if you ever played a video game and you can understand the frustration of getting to that level five boss and going, holy crap, this guy's way harder. I wish I could just fight that level one. It's just kind of like in business, but you deal with it, right? Like you don't quit playing the game. That's what makes the game fun is like beating the bigger bosses. That's like the whole part. Like I got to tell you, like being a millionaire is cool and stuff, but it's the journey that has been so exciting and it gets boring after a while. Like you get to a point, you only need so much money to live, you know, but it's like, what do you do after that? The excitement, the growing, all that is, is part of the fun part. So kind of also, if you are going through some struggles, you are dealing with problems, just remember, this is, this is all part of the fun. This is all part of the journey. I, I sometimes tend to look back and think about those moments, like those big monumentous like times where I was like, like with you when I was doing those little videos and stuff like that. I, I think back and remember, man, that was so cool. And, and how I like felt differently about myself then, you know, then just the money coming in, it's, it's, it creates cool memories. And you can look back and go, man, that's pretty neat that I did this. And there you go, guy. There's proof. You can be, you can be yourself. You can still be nerdy and you can still be successful. Um, everyone's been listening to the whole journey. We talk about it all the time. Dude. Like I admit, like, I love, you know, superheroes. Like I, I watch fucking anime, dude. Like, and I've had people uh, in groups and stuff talk about all the time. Like, oh, you, you can't, you'll never be successful if you waste time doing that or playing games, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay, whatever, you know, like, <laughs> Is what it is. Be yourself. That's that's awesome. So you're, yeah, you're, you're you got problems. One of the things too is like you know your your problem today is going to be your routine in the future. Mm. So you know do, just think about it. When that thing is eating you alive, it's some of our problems. We get, you know we get some tough problems sometimes, and you're like, ah, oh. you just you just want to give up totally. Just remember what today is causing you frustration is going to be like a routine in the future. As long as you continue through and you push through it and you figure it out. It will no longer be a problem anymore. It's just going to be part of your day. And that's it. And that means now you've become a bigger person because of that. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, your YouTube channel still went out life with Dave, correct? Yep. Uh, it's, yeah. It's www.youtube.com forward slash win at life with Dave. All one. Yeah. All awesome. One. Definitely, guys. If you guys want to learn anything else when it comes to eBay, when it comes to flipping, uh, I mean, he's been teaching this stuff for years. He's an absolute rock star with it. Um, make sure that you go to flipphonesforprofit.com so you can receive his training that he'll send you completely for free. That's awesome that you're doing that, um, especially if you're in a bind and you need some cash. Uh, for those also listening in, guys, uh, our Lease Closing Sales membership platform is about to launch. 
we will have a segment um, with Dave Kosciuszko in the platform where he'll teach some tips on, on getting leads and closing. So anyone that becomes a Leads Closing Sales members, you'll be able to get some behind the scenes training from David himself. So super excited for that and uh, happy to have you here, man. Thank you so much. It's been crazy watching your, your growth up to this point and uh, seeing where you're at. And um, I, like, I like to tell people all the time, like it, it's, like I said, it's one thing to hear it, but to see people in action when they're doing it and to see where they become over the years. And, and the fact that there wasn't a shortcut, right? Like, I mean, like you, you had like the, the right line of growth, right? And then, and, but then everybody else, right? They, they, they get hyped up and they just want this. They just want that shortcut. And you know, you're, you're living proof that guys, hey, just learn the fundamentals, take the time, invest into yourself, and then you, it, you'll get there. It's inevitable, right? I, I try to be 1% better every day. That's all I focus on. I don't try to jump and do huge things. I just try to get 1% better than I was the day before. And if I did, then I feel good about that. You know, that's, that's the thing. If I didn't, then I feel horrible. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I actually got like, if you want to see really quick, my list of how I keep track of my goals, I actually sent yearly and my monthly, weekly, and then I, my, my to-do list every day. So like, these are the things that are going to help improve me that 1% each day. I don't write like, you know, mundane tasks, like get a haircut or anything like that, but like <laughs> learn, read, listen and you know, audio books. Like one of them, I have 30 minutes of an audio book from one of my mentors that does eight figures. I'm listening to that, you know, as part of my, that, that, that levels me up. You've actually taught goal setting stuff too to, to, to students before. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I actually had a goal setting course as well before and stuff like that on that. I, I kind of give a lot of that stuff away for free now, you know, awesome. uh, and try to just focus on one thing, but I just try to give as much value as I can, you know, with everything I, you know, I find like, you know, Zig Ziglar says, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. So I figure I just help people. I don't know. Something's going to happen. I'll probably end up doing okay. And it absolutely. Do thank cool. so Dude, dude I, I value your time. Thank you so much for being on the podcast guys. Make sure you're following him. Went out live from Dave on YouTube, tons of valuable content. We will see you in the leads closing sales membership platform. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and uh, don't worry. I'm sure we'll see more of Dave again in the future. So thank you, man. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate it. It's been fun. You've been great. You did a great awesome. job.